0: Hi everybody, I'm Scott Hello, I'm Julie And this is A Good Story is Hard to Find podcast
1: Where two Catholic friends talk about the books and movies they love And the traces of the one reality that lie below the surface Yeah,
0: and uh, we're coming to you from a post-apocalyptic wasteland this week (laughs) <laughs> um, the Book of Eli is the movie we're going to talk about from it's 2010. It's so
1: desaturated here. I miss bright colors. Yeah, It becomes just glaring and brown.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So is that what you call that? Um,
1: yeah. They desaturated the color. Okay.
0: Yeah. Because it was like there was barely color in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. So the movie stars Denzel Washington and uh, uh-huh. Mila Kunis and uh, Gary Oldman, who's always awesome
2: hmm. And, um, good.
0: yeah, for sure. And it was directed and written, I believe, by the Hughes Brothers. Okay. Um, so they wrote it too. Maybe, it's not, funny maybe not written by, maybe not written by Gary Wood okay. is who this writing credit okay. is. Yeah. But directed by the Hughes Brothers, who, um, I looked up and, you know, I've heard their names all the time, but I was surprised that I. I have not seen most of their movies. Um, the only one, other one I remember seeing is uh, From Hell, mm. which was a Johnny Depp Victorian kind of Jack the Ripper movie.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, and other than that, um, the ones that I've heard of, Menace to Society, Dead Presidents, um, and From Hell, those are really the only ones I'd heard of that, they're, that they've uh, directed. <clears throat> but i hear their oh, name often so do
1: you cuz i'd never heard of them that i thought i knew of so
0: mhm okay okay so um yeah so this this movie is uh like i said post apocalyptic um if you're a video game player uh looks a lot like the world from fallout 4 <laughs> which uh you know like straight it. down to the saturation and everything i'm, I'm sure it was I'm sure the game was influenced by the movie. I'm pretty sure that's the order in which that would have happened. Yeah. Um, Although, I mean, that makes me wonder.
1: Movies 2010.
0: Yeah, so I'm looking up Fallout 4. Yeah, 2015. So the, the game came out in 2015. Although it was Fallout 4. And I have not seen one through three.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the other thing is, is that about that time, there were a lot of post-apocalyptic movies. Hmm. Because I saw a couple of reviews saying, oh, one more entry in this genre. Oh, like um, The
0: Road, maybe?
1: yeah exactly trying to think
0: of others the road for well, sure Well,
1: mad max fury mad road max, came right. later but you mm-hmm. felt like you were in that same world right. in a lot of ways mad when you max watched is this a good movie.
0: comparison yeah. yeah
1: yeah exactly it mm-hmm. was kind of like just take that thing and i can't even say dial it down a notch this is just seems like it's on the outskirts of that
0: mm-hmm. yeah yep so we're we're in the united states for sure Mm-hmm. Um post-apocalyptic, like you said uh, the, it was described as a as a war where the sky opened up and
2: um, you there was know
0: the it, flash. yeah, we've we've come far enough along that it's taken upon taken like a mythic quality, although um, people do when they see Denzel Washington, who's not that old, they <laughs> say they call him an old man and um, because he can remember the time before.
2: And it turns out
0: that's a really rare thing at this time.
1: And he's been, he tells us later, wandering for 31 years or Mm, so. Yeah. um, Trying to get his, whatever's in his backpack, he's trying to get it to the West Coast.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I read uh, um, there was a review where somebody was questioning the 30 years. It's like, surely it wouldn't take 30 years to walk across the country and well, I thought, I well, they missed the point of that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes,
1: um, yeah. So mm-hmm. one of the things about this that becomes obvious really early on, of course, is that there's a a real biblical element to the mm-hmm. whole thing. Yeah. Starting with the name, Book of Eli. I mean, right. you know, the Book of is a big thing in the Bible, right? So. Um, yeah, God often had people wander in the wilderness till they were ready to accomplish whatever <laughs>
2: Absolutely it was that was right. going to be accomplished.
0: <laughs> You
1: know, it was training yeah. for them, it was preparation on the other side, that yeah. sort of thing.
0: Yeah. So. Right. And uh, if they'd uh, he, have said 40 he said something years, like, that would have been you know, what did he say? Somebody questioned that and he said, "Well, I don't I don't walk for direction or something like that. I walk by yeah. faith." I right. can't remember what the exact line was. Um but uh, I've got some quotes here in front of me, but I'm not going to find it immediately. But but that's what he was saying. You know, they were like, well, why don't you just walk straight to the, other, you know, he's like, oh, I walk by faith. I go where I'm told is basically what he's saying.
2: Right. But I'm we being don't...
0: led, you know. And I'll, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's in a really grim looking apocalyptic or post-apocalyptic future. He's like we see from an early encounter with some bad guys. He is super capable of withstanding violence and dealing out violence. But he's always kind of also merciful. He gives people a chance.
0: Right. He's not the instigator. He's right. He's responding. Right.
1: Right. He always responds. But
0: and protects, I guess. Right. Yeah, I guess
1: that's true. Yeah. And so then. Um, but. He. uh and then there's a troubling incident later where he doesn't interject himself. That becomes interesting. Yeah, and then, that was um, super
0: interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah, because later, well, I guess let's get through this. Okay, sure enough. That. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that kind of bears on what we're the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So we get to um, he gets to a town. He wants some water. He also really needs to charge up his iPod. Mm. Because that you was know, so he,
0: that was so cool and and, and yeah. like a video game, you know everywhere he goes, he's finding things, he's picking them oh, up, I didn't you know think about that and that you know it just reminded me of it. it's like when mm. you when you uh kill a bad guy in the game, you know you get to search him and see what right. he's got but it, he did exactly the same thing right well, of but, course,
1: that's a classic quest Also, yeah,
0: for sure, for sure, yeah. and um. I love that he would barter with uh, you know a person in a shop who had the ability to charge his iPod, and he's like, "Well, mm-hmm. I've got this thing. <laughs> I just really need you to charge this thing. What does it cost me?" Yeah, because I like a what he was. Yeah,
1: yeah. okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just... Chapstick. Right. <laughs> the guy KFC asked for chapstick. Hand wipes? Yeah, he said have yeah, you got oh, any chapstick, me, he's yeah. like, "No, I don't, but I do have some." what did you say, uh, fat from a cat or something like that?
1: Yeah, grease from a yeah, cat. Yeah, grease,
0: right. Yeah, <laughs> you could just put that right on your lips.
1: <laughs> well, this is <laughs> also, this way. is the thing where yeah. um, you uh, see, and so the very beginning it's this really bizarre looking um, setting. Hmm. And uh, there is a one of those hairless cats is the predator <laughs> that comes out but there's a dead body and it's going to like eat part of the body and and we're like, oh, that's how we know we're in a future. The only cats look like this.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, no, they're... it's a monster. <laughs> Which, yeah.
1: if somebody listening has one of those cats, I'm sure they're wonderful. But you have to admit, they don't look quite right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I did like yeah. that. Because then it's showing him, he's cooking the cat and he's taking some grease from it and rubbing it on his lips. Mm-hmm. This is the chapstick, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, you have to use every resource.
0: Right, right.
1: And later someone's asking him, what was it like before? And mm-hmm. uh, he says, well, we had so much and we didn't know it. And we threw away things that people would kill each other over now. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah. you know, there's the chapstick. He goes, I have some toys. I have the KFC hand wipes. And the guy's like, oh, I'll do it for those.
0: <laughs> You're know, like, oh, yeah, okay. The KFC hand wipes were a big find. That's good mm-hmm. stuff. And yep.
1: someone brings the bad guy some perfume, which he gives to his mm. girlfriend, paramore, whatever she is concubine yeah, some later. Shampoo, and she's right. like, "Ooh, shampoo mm. smells like perfume, yeah, you know,
0: yeah.
1: so it, it's a tough world,
0: right, right.
1: I did think Brutal. of that when mm-hmm. I was um I accidentally automatically did uh, crushed ice in my glass and put in water when I meant to put in tea, and I threw it out and I went, oh, you
0: threw away things people to <laughs> like, oh. kill. You're wasting water, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, well, I have a lot of ice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Amazing. Yep. So that's so, cool. So, yeah, and in this um, in this town, it turns into a, well, I guess the whole time it's been kind of a Western. Um, but yeah, it's you've a got,
1: neo-Western sort of thing. Yeah,
0: so you end up with this uh, sort of, I guess you call it a trope where... Um, you've got the gunfighter comes into town who's really good, yeah. and then you've got the leader of the town who's like, hey, I could sure use this guy. And, um, you know, that dynamic is happening where the bad guy wants the good guy to work for him, but the good guy does not want to do it. And then... Um, and also,
1: they, yeah. the bad guy's been looking for one particular treasure.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and that's that's the next thing is, the, yeah, you know, the book. The book is uh, yeah. the next thing there. That's... So- <laughs> Because yeah.
1: they show somebody bringing books and going, mm-hmm. there's a lot of damn books here. Why should no, I'm looking <laughs> for a particular
0: book. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, how much farther can we go in a non-spoiler I feel section? I
1: like we can't really, mm-hmm. except, you know, Eli's got the book.
0: Yeah. And, and the, then it's a
1: personal conflict.
0: Right, right. And this is um, one of those movies that... There is a nice benefit to not having uh, heard all about it before you watch mm-hmm. it. So, um, you know, so more this movie than others. You know, if you really would like to see this movie, I would suggest that you go do so, if you haven't, before mm-hmm. we move on. Because um, it's fun. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. That being said, now we're on the other side of that. <laughs> oh. Yes. Um, but... uh i enjoyed the movie a lot there is this this uh there's some you know not logical things that happen right some things that are just like really um a little bit um but it's like a you know it's called book of eli it does have this quality like this is a story that people are going to tell forever and it could be its own book of the bible right
1: yeah, and also, when you hear, you know, it's the book of Isaiah, the book of Ezekiel, mm-hmm. these are prophets. Right. Mm-hmm. They're doing a particular task for God. They are often going against things that other people understand, mm-hmm. but they are with their very presence reminding everyone that God's got a different message for you than you might want to hear. And so, uh, an old saying is they, they, um, what is it? They, mm-hmm. they comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable.
0: Right, right. And so,
1: in that sense, he's a prophet, too, mm-hmm.
0: carrying right. God's
1: word to the people.
0: Yeah, yeah. He says, um, and I've got this quote in front of me. Um, he's explaining, you know, what happened before. Um, but he said, and then, well, I could back up. It says, the war yeah. tore a hole in the sky. The sun came down, burnt everything, everyone. I wandered. I didn't really know what I should do or where I was going. Denzel does this a little better than me, by the way. (laughs) I was just moving from place to place, trying to stay alive. And then one day I heard this voice. I don't know how to explain it. It's like it was coming from inside me, but I could hear it clear as day. Clear as I could hear you talking to me now. It told me to carry the book west. It told me that a path would be laid out before me and that I'd be led to a place where the book would be safe it told me that I'd be protected against anyone or anything that tried to stand in my way. If only I would have faith. That was 30 years ago. And I've been walking ever since. Yeah. Yep. And then the, the girl that he's with says, and you did all this because a voice told you to. And Eli said, I know what I hear. I know what I heard. I know I'm not crazy. I didn't imagine it. That was his response to that question. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, the answer was yes, I did do yeah, this because of voice. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's his story, you know, so he's got this book in his backpack and he is wandering around for 30 years, which we know was not a direct path. Um <laughs> but yeah, he's he's walking by faith. He's not walking mm-hmm. on a map, right?
1: On the way what we see is um he's got this big book. It's You know, we find out later on it's the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so one really interesting thing about this is the reason Gary Oldman's character wants it is he sees it almost as a magic talisman. It's full of words. These words have power. If you use these words to people, they'll do whatever you want. Isn't that an easier way to get people (laughs) to do things? And it's better for them than me shooting them, essentially, is what he's saying.
2: Right, right.
1: But all the Bibles were burned after the big, um, I guess it was a nuclear attack or whatever. Everybody Mm -hmm. blamed religion, I I guess. So they burned everything. And this is the only Bible that was left under a pile of rubble. Eli's got it. Uh-huh. And um, he's and, going west with it. Mm-hmm. And this guy it, it says, Oh, no, no, you, we could work together. This will be great. Eli's like, That's not my mandate.
2: Right. But right. so the mm-hmm.
1: one guy wants it for his own purposes, which how often have we seen that? I mm-hmm. mean,
2: yeah.
1: And then the other person is trying to do God's will. And as he's going along the way, we see little ways that he's still affecting the world just through his presence so you know he cuts a guy's hand off at the beginning the guy deserves it um he was warned Mm -hmm. but he almost the way he kills him is almost is merciful Mm -hmm. seeming
2: yeah
1: um he prays before he eats with solara who becomes his companion on the road later and she learns from that and teaches it to her mother
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so this is a little way that, you know, God's coming back into people's consciousness. And yeah, and into I the really world.
0: liked how that dynamic worked. It's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, she heard him pray and was immediately responded. And I I felt so real to me that, you know, oh, this is something this is something really important, you know, that she could yeah. feel that how important it was and um just responded to it. And then when she was with her mom even though she was in the presence of uh, Gary Oldman, who's not a very good guy, um, <laughs> you know, she she prayed in front of him and Gary Oldman responded, right? But he, he knew it from before, but right. he was like, you know, he's the one who said amen, right?
1: Yeah. She's, and I guess I'm done. He goes, amen.
0: Mm-hmm. That's how
1: you stop. You say amen.
0: Right, right.
1: And so, he's like, where did you learn this? Because no one knows this stuff anymore. Right. And that's his clue. But it was interesting to me when I first watched this. Rose had been urging Tom and me to watch it, and we did a while back. Mm -hmm. But um, because it got really mixed reviews and post-apocalyptic, I'd seen plenty of that. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But the idea that it was so overtly Christian and God-oriented, but not in a way like a bad Christian movie is.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: you know, it was acknowledging. Here's the power; God is working in the world,
2: right? But right.
1: these people are doing this in this setting, and so the idea that words matter, that story, because he's like it's full of stories, mm-hmm. you know, that stories are what grab people's attention and change their mind and and uh, move them to make decisions. Yeah, this is plus it's. You know, from a Christian point of view, it's the Word of God, but Gary Oldman's just looking at it like, this is the manual I need. Right.
0: This is something that I can use right. to control people.
1: Yeah, he's like every mm-hmm. bad televangelist who gets exposed later as um, abusing the people that trust him.
0: Right, right. Um, yeah, it yeah says, and Denzel uh, is yeah. not,
1: uh, not very comprehensible to a lot of people.
0: Right, right. So, so one of the things that I said that doesn't make a lot of sense um, is the fact that there are no more Bibles. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have to let that be. You have to let, you know, this is a like a it's mythic storytelling. Um, you have to believe that, well, every Bible is gone, um, which it's yeah. like, isn't that, that's going to be impossible, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, but it's saying it's just this mythic quality um, to it and it, it's a setup um that, you know, you just accept that and mm-hmm. uh, and let it happen. Yeah. 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 I suppose if God willed it to be, all the Bibles could be gone, you know?
1: Well, yeah. And uh, you think about it, this... A longer time period would have to go by, except that it, they do say everybody gathered all the Bibles up, right. and you're right. So, everybody there would be some mad, hidden away have been a
0: religious that, war of some type. And,
1: that's what you yeah. feel like is mm-hmm. people blamed it, so they all gathered it up, and so there's no religion at all. But, of course, what we see now, now is, and I find this so interesting, here we are nine years later, and the landscape of what people kind of have as a common understanding suddenly changed between then and now.
2: Mm-hmm you know mm-hmm. and
1: so it's almost like you know they're in a completely secular world and we're so much closer to that than oh, we used man. to be
0: yeah that's that's yeah. an interesting take yeah you're right there's, you're yeah, right cuz the whole still... thing can be looked as this metaphor for it's like the secular world is not going very well <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's it's like mm-hmm. it's not going very well and hey what we kind of need is this <laughs> Um, and that, you know, that, that's like the message of the whole movie, it felt like. Um, because there was hope at the end, you know, hey, it's back. Um, felt hopeful. Right. Mm-hmm. It,
1: well, it, it feels hopeful because um, Solara says, I'm going back to my town. Mm-hmm. And when we see the printing of the Bible happening, they're showing more than one first page of Genesis. I yeah. mean, they show the museum curator taking the Bible, his bound Bible, right. and sticking it on the shelf between the Koran and mm-hmm. the Torah, or I don't know what it is, between two religious books. But um, you get the feeling with her that she's at least got one with her.
2: Yeah,
0: right.
1: And they printed a bunch more, mm-hmm. because we saw that first page over and over. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah.
0: And that it's was, that being was taken something, back too. It was like... Um i want to come with you she said and eli said no you don't and then she said well i hate it here and then he said well then change it right oh
1: i forgot he that. said
0: that earlier on when she, when they were at her town yeah so now here she is on her way to do that <clears throat> and it um you, you mentioned uh something a little bit earlier about uh an event where eli did not jump in and and help someone mm, mm-hmm. um, yes but this this thing is you know it's like that spiritual religious thing where people say you know i'm spiritual but i'm not religious which is almost mm-hmm. a way of saying um yeah i believe in god and i really kind of on my terms would like to commune but mm-hmm. i really don't want to be bothered to have to do anything yeah, it's or, pretty or participate in a community or anything like that i don't mm-hmm. want to have to do that um and and that's kind of what Eli is saying, you know, I, I want to come with you. No, you don't. I hate it here. Well, then what are you going to do, right? Yeah. That That's that's taking it from spiritual and becoming religious where you're saying, I'm going to change yeah. it. I'm going to try to influence. And yeah. then um, this event that you're talking about with Eli, so he's witnessing um, a rape, right? A rape about mm-hmm. to happen, and he's like... Stay the path. What was he saying to himself? Stay, stay on the path. Don't. This isn't your way. Yeah. This isn't, isn't your... my problem. This yeah, is my problem. Yeah. Right. Um, which you know, that that's a hard thing, right? It's like if you are, again, you know, you have this spiritual religious thing. You know, a spiritual person could say, "Well, that's not my problem," but a religious later... person might have to 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 go do something, right?
1: Well, yeah. And later he says to Solara, he says, I realize now I got so caught up in protecting mm-hmm. the book every day. Right. I forgot to live by what it said.
0: That's exactly and we, right.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we saw and he was doing it as much as he could, mm-hmm. but when it came to really putting himself out there, well, if this is the path you've been given, if God if, if you really believe God's leading you wherever you are, mm-hmm. then you, you're you there to see that and to help stop it. Right, Although yeah, he's so high up, there. I don't know what he could yeah. have done, but we're given right. to understand. he He's making a choice there to not help the innocent.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's interesting to me. You know, again, it's that, to me, you know, what's resonating in my head in the times that we're in. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, well, I don't really want to participate, you know, but it's at the same time I'm going to say that I'm – uh you know doing all the right things right yeah but, i'm but giving he, myself he got, credit exactly so he did he did realize you know that well part of protecting this book is being involved yes
1: right? you have to live mm-hmm. your faith
0: you have to do well, it well
1: yeah. um and it's funny because this morning i was thinking about you you talked about so saying, I hate it here. And he says, well, change it. Don't mm-hmm. You don't want to come with me. Change it. And I'm like, but this morning I was thinking, why did Eli get shot? Because he's been protected. He says God has protected him the whole way. And this is part of why he's fearless when people are shooting at him. I yeah. mean, he'll, he'll yeah. run and duck and hide, but he'll stand up and shoot people too and do whatever and kind of put himself in harm's way. And um, But he does get shot at one point. Mm-hmm. And he nobly, you know, duct tapes himself up, or doggedly, I guess, more than nobly, and just keeps staggering on. Yeah. But it's because Solara needs that. I think needed that extra push to come back and help him.
2: Wow. That nice. gets her mm-hmm.
1: to go instead of kind of going. Oh well, I'm. I've been captured. I can't do anything.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'll
1: go protect my mother, which is her main motivator usually. She's like, "Hell no, I'm not leaving him to die in the dust." She goes back. She's going to help him get to the
0: west. Yeah. And then
1: she is equipped with a Bible. Excellent I assume, point.
0: Yeah, with a Bible and headed to back. To go back. Yeah. And if she hadn't have done that, that wouldn't have happened. Right. Amazing. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I would have said before you said that, I would have said something like, "Well, his his job was done. This needed this got him where he needed to go." Um, but But it wasn't. No, yeah. you're, you're absolutely right. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, that's cool. But this is
2: what's,
1: yeah, everything is used to, you know, and oh my gosh, Gary Oldman. I never wanted to punch someone in the face more. (laughs) Pray for me. I mean that. I'm like, oh, (laughs) someone kick him in the head. Oh, I hate you.
0: (laughs) Gary Oldman. Yeah. What are you doing, dude? For sure. This is where,
1: well, and also it's interesting because in this post-apocalyptic world, it's very much like the world of the Old Testament. You know, we look at it from our very comfortable well you arguably in a lot of spots more civilized world very Mm -hmm. very peaceful in some ways and we go oh how terrible to say to kill everybody in a town or how awful to do this or to to go to war to do that And you look at this post-apocalyptic world this is kind of like that
0: yeah yeah each little village was Mm -hmm. its own
1: stronghold there was a strong man holding it under a bigger king hopefully Mm -hmm. and that's what gary oldman wanted was to expand his range to take over some other towns yeah um what is gonna be your guiding motivation? And Eli comes through and changes right. it.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Also, it's kind of interesting when we first see Gary Oldman, he is reading Mussolini's biography.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So Mussolini dies executed by an italian partisan right and what happens to gary oldman the people turn on him right most of his people are dead he's not an effective ruler anymore they he already was a tyrant
0: yeah yeah
1: so anyway so he lost yeah yeah
0: he lost everything (laughs) Mm -hmm. every single thing yep so mm -hmm.
1: just interesting it is
0: very Barry. but yeah you're right he was I, I noticed that too he was reading Mussolini, <laughs> and i like um you know in the books that were saved uh that guy that brings him the bag of books um, oh, yeah. did you notice the da vinci code was <laughs> one of them
1: when i first saw the movie that's when i sat up and went wait what's going on is this <laughs> is this an answer to the da vinci code
0: yeah i don't know
1: I, because that would have been a time when that was still much more relevant. Yeah, than it would have been much now. more
0: relevant, you know. But it's part of like the secular world,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, pushing out religion. Yeah, um, that's just the way I see that book. Just to tell a story because
1: it's just words that you can play with.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, in the power of the words, story. right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, since we're talking about things like that, so the bad guy we keep saying Gary Oldman, but his name is Carnegie. Mm-hmm. Who was a major capitalist? You have Eli, right. who makes you think of Elijah. And having just kind of gone into Elijah more than I normally would have, Elijah—the first thing he's he, we time we see him, he is fighting um, for God. He's fighting the Baal, the you know pagan god of rain, storms, and water. Mm. Well, Carnegie's got a lock on the water.
0: Right, you know right. where
1: springs are. He's got them locked mm-hmm. behind doors. It's the big commodity. Yeah. So, I just kind of liked that little.
0: Right, that's you know, cool. Because I was trying I to said. figure out what the, uh, what the, you know, if there was a meaning to. I was going to ask you about the the word Eli. So Eli, um, I looked it up, you know, and I've I've read. We're actually in Bible study. We're reading First uh, Samuel right now. Oh. Um, <laughs>
1: First and second Samuel yeah. are amazing. <laughs> so no Eli's, one thinks this, but they're amazing.
0: Right, right. So Sorry. It says Sorry. Uh, just the, who Eli is. Um, it just says, yeah. Eli was, according to the books of Samuel, a high priest of Shiloh. When Hannah came to Shiloh to pray for a son, Eli initially accused her of drunkenness, but when she protested her innocence, Eli wished oh. her well.
1: Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. There is a priest, Eli, Mm because then he's not a very good priest either, and later his sons are so corrupt, they're both Mm. killed. Right. Uh, They're both priests also. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, he's not a bad guy. The
0: second to last Israelite judge, succeeded only by Samuel. Yeah. But I like your connection with Elijah. That's nice. Yeah,
1: Yeah. well, I was just thinking more of Prophets, because there's no book of, well, there's a book of Eli, but it's one of these, like, written in the 200s or something. Oh, really?
0: Okay, I didn't know about that. I wonder if there's any connection there. Yeah, I
1: was looking at Eli, yeah, and saw that, but.
0: Yeah, cool.
1: uh, Yeah, not, yeah. Not a big deal. Right. Um, but the,
0: but the, this movie, like you said, it just does feel that way. Um, Old Testament-y, right? Mm-hmm. Old Testament-y. Now, uh, it also feels like a Western. Um, yes. Do you, does that mean that Westerns are Old testamenty? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Well.
0: guess they I can don't... be. They can be. But as yeah, a rule, maybe not.
1: I think it's the addition of the religion, though, that makes yeah. it feel that way. Yeah. Because there's lots of stories that are told in similar styles or settings to the Bible that don't feel Old Testament-y. Have you Mm -hmm. read the Epic of Gilgamesh?
0: Yes, I have. Uh
1: Yeah, so to me, that doesn't feel like an Old Testament-style book.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: But
1: it was written before that. I mean, it was told for centuries and written down, on Uh stamped into clay by the Mesopotamians and that kind of thing. And so, yeah, I think a Western... It's the hero or anti-hero story, right? It's the morality.
0: Right. Well, you know, in this one, the the part that feels most like a Western, like I said, was the good guy coming into town who's yeah. got mad skills. Yeah. And uh, and the, the, the person that's running the town says, I, you know, I want this person to work for me and help me do my thing. And the the good guy resists and uh, chaos ensues, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a story we've seen many times.
1: Mm-hmm. And that will occasionally happen with different prophets.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, Jeremiah, notably, uh-huh. continually going, okay, so God said this. And they're like, oh, I do not like, throw him in that well, boys.
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah, right.
1: But then a foreigner comes along and says, well, that's not right. Get him, <laughs> you know, he shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't be in that well. Yeah, um, And he's... Having to hide and send a secretary out to, you know, say God's words to people so he's not killed. And so, yeah, challenging the powers that be Mm. is part of a prophet and Old Testament thing. But, yeah, yeah, a Western I don't think specifically goes with that. Well, and also when he's leaving and there's the showdown, right? And there's like, oh, yeah. Ten, yep. fifteen, twenty men behind mm. him all blasting away and he just you can hear the bullets <laughs> whizzing by and he right. just turns around and is like, Oh no.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and being holed up in a in a uh, a house or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the cannibals. Really house? Live in holes. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Those people were um they must have had so much fun writing those characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because they were so kind of genteel, old-fashioned seeming that you would trust them except for those trembling hands in the <laughs> graveyard behind the house of all the travelers who come
0: through. <laughs> Why are your hands trembling? It oh. Put it on the list of initial questions to ask people. <laughs> yeah, the,
1: everybody, let me see your hands. Yeah. <laughs> let me see your fingers. And you didn't uh, know what was going on. They're like, oh, no, they're, he's fine.
0: He's just fine. <laughs> what yeah. I
1: think is interesting is even the scuzziest people, Let me see your hands. Mm -hmm. The cannibalism was something that was so horrible, no one even wanted them around.
2: Hmm.
1: I guess because you can't turn your back, they might kill you and eat you. Right. Now that I think about it. But,
2: Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow.
1: But even when he's going to trade or get a drink, let me see your hands.
2: Right. Right.
1: thought that was interesting well mm-hmm. and also the fact um rose noticed this when we were watching it she's like you know this house they find the cannibal's house mm-hmm. it is out in the middle of nowhere there's no neighborhood around <laughs> there's no little town around yeah. it.
2: It's
1: like even before anything happened before the nuclear attack they were weirdos who were living out by themselves <laughs> <laughs> they just took it one step further afterwards
0: uh-huh. you know yeah, right and now they yeah. go on expeditions <laughs> to find people. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: come on in.
0: Wow. So, what, what did you think of the the big reveal? Um, I thought it was clever. It was super clever. Um, oh, that the book The big holds- reveal that the book is in Braille. In Braille. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. And that denied was,
0: Carnegie any yeah. ability to use it. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: It was a wonderful moment of Carnegie getting mm. what he wants and then finding out, no, you don't have it after all. And then the look on, I can't remember her face, solaras mother's face mm. who because she's blind. Yes. When she has her hands on the braille and it just, this beatific smile of, I know what this is. Oh,
0: that's nice. Yeah.
1: You know, mm-hmm. and, then, and then this realization of, huh. And you can't read it, and
2: I won't give it to you. <laughs> That's right. And
1: um, mm. so, and I know that um, people. I, I so here's my question, mm-hmm. because you know when you've seen this the second time through, you spend all your time watching Eli going, is he blind or is he not blind?
0: Sure, you do, yeah.
1: You know, okay. um, mm-hmm. but when Tom and I first saw it, we didn't think that meant he was blind. We just meant that thought he could.
0: He read could read braille, braille. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah what do you think was he blind i think he was blind you know oh, okay. um but you know you throughout the movie you know when you do watch it uh with that in mind there are little clues but he does look at things all the time
2: That's you know looks
0: directly at him like he he, he stuck his, his his head or yeah head out of a window and the sun was shining
2: mm-hmm. and he looks
0: up at the sun Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, you know, that could be a reaction to the heat or whatever, but, um, and look at
1: people when they're talking and in yeah. a way that it was in a real focused way and he has to, because mm-hmm. we have to know what he's feeling, but right,
0: because it's, it's being hidden that he's blind mm-hmm. is, a, is another piece of that, I think. Um, so yeah. I, that, that's, you know, I guess you could go either way with it, but when you watch it, there are just little things like he bumps into a table. Um, yeah this this time through I was really watching for that stuff like when he walks into a uh, at the very beginning when he walks into a house, um, mm-hmm. he kicks a bottle by accident yeah. Um, yeah So there are little things, just little things like that.
1: Um, yeah, because for some people that ruined the movie,
0: yeah, yeah and I and can I can see that because it doesn't seem like it would be fair. You yeah know, because you're like you didn't give us any uh really strong indications that this is possible mm-hmm. um but yeah, so I guess you could take it either way,
1: yeah, and there is a point at the end where he's um they're safely in San Francisco, which is the only desaturated, undesaturated place on earth that's got full color.
0: Full color, yeah. And um,
1: <laughs> it's a bastion of the righteous and uh, those who want to preserve and help others. So, mm-hmm. you know, things are, are different now than <laughs> they were before, clearly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was surprised to see this place held up so strongly. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, <laughs>
2: uh-huh. That's oh funny. the irony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Alcatraz. There is yeah. A
1: point. Yeah, Alcatraz, especially. Mm-hmm. There is a point though where they um are saying something about like, you know, how do you know this or whatever? And they pull in really close on his face, and you can see there his eyes look maybe a touch filmy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I myself was like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like maybe he was a braille teacher. Well, he wasn't a braille teacher because you see in his things in his backpack, he was a Kmart employee, Oh. which makes everything. He that. has his Kmart uh-huh. name tag. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny.
1: When you when he's I think he's putting the book away or uh-huh. she's looking at it or something anyway, wow. um, just for a second. So mm-hmm. what you see then is. It's also extremely unlikely that a Kmart employee has got these mad skills Uh, and can help himself. He's had to learn it gradually. He's had to be led and all these things. And I was like, oh, he's blind or he's not blind. You know, um, when he says he's stumbling around trying to figure out what to do next, I'm like, I find it impossible that... Somebody who's suddenly blind is surviving through all this stuff like this. Um, right, right. And so that's where my level of probability goes to, well, he doesn't have to be blind. And, and it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter to me. It doesn't
0: It doesn't really matter. Um, but the, the level at which God's guidance comes into play uh, is turned up to 11 if he's blind. <laughs> well,
2: I guess you're right, right. on that. It's
0: like
2: <laughs> so God's it's like, determined. You know, he, he
0: wouldn't have mad skills, but God would give him mad skills because yeah. he's guiding everything. Yeah. Right. Well, he
1: would. Maybe that's why it took thirty years.
0: Right. I'm thinking, you know, it took thirty years because he had to memorize that book.
1: Well, that um, too. Right. He had to memorize the book. Well, and in that case, then it's like, oh, they read Fahrenheit 451 mm. or whatever.
0: <laughs> um, right. So he had to memorize the book. Plus, it had to be the right time that he arrived at San Francisco. Right. Right. And yeah. And Solera had to be there at the right time. Yeah. You know, everything. All the everything had to things. line up. Right. So, yeah, because yeah.
1: we don't know everyone else who he's encountered on the way, and mm-hmm. all these things we're seeing the culmination of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but there are things that that um, well, not only the fighting, uh, you know, with the knife, but even at the one of the very first times we see him, he walks up to a car and opens the door and reaches past a corpse to the floor to find something. Can't well, he's remember what at it was guys- he picked up.
1: Well, but I thought he was just—it might have been a lighter, but he was looking at the guy's shoes, also.
0: Yeah, that was a guy. The oh, he was looking at the shoes. Everybody he
1: met, he was every dead body he came to, he was looking at their feet because he needed some boots.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's what he was doing. Because also that made me think of um, the stand.
0: Mm, yeah, where Stu me too. is
1: coming back, and all the the mm. cars are stuck on the highway, and they're all the dead bodies. But he's opening them up because mm. people took food with them in cars when they would travel.
0: Right, right. So he'd yeah. find
1: enough to eat.
0: Right. Yeah. So
1: I was just thinking, yeah, this is just I guess it was conditioned by the stand. I was like, mm-hmm. of course you do this. This is what <laughs> you
2: do.
0: <laughs> yeah, and video games. This is what you do. Right. You go gather yeah right the, exactly. Gather the you stuff. search
1: everything. Right. Everything.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, especially after thirty years, I imagine it's getting pretty hard to find things.
1: Well, and that's the thing, and that's why I think he wouldn't be surprised by a corpse in most places he's come to, because that's mm-hmm. what he's going to have found um, everywhere.
0: But yeah, yeah. Anyhow. Right. That is so very true. Yeah. But I, I was moved by it. You know, uh, you know, when he does show up and that reveal happens, and then he he uh, tells, was it Anthony Hopkins? No, Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell, sorry. Yeah, of (laughs) course. It would have been
1: Anthony Hopkins today, though, to be fair.
0: (laughs) That's correct. Right. And write everything exactly as I say it. Yes. The first book of Moses called Genesis.
1: I know. He said that. I went, oh, my gosh, that is what it's called.
0: Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it.
1: Yeah. And the King James Version of the Bible. I'm like, oh, they get a beautiful poetic version.
0: (laughs) You bet. Slightly you know. inaccurate, so Sli- <laughs> beautiful and poetic.
1: <laughs> they did the best yeah, they
0: could. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, That's too good. Yeah.
1: Do you have a favorite translation of the Bible? If you oh. had to find one Bible in Braille oh that you could read. One
0: Bible in Braille. What would the translation well, the, be? The, uh, the King James is poetic. I do like mm-hmm. that language. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I do like the current one that I'm using, that uh, Ignatius Bible.
1: So that's the RSV. Yeah,
0: it's the uh, CE. Yeah, two revised standard version. Isn't the
1: standard version isn't it a, edition, version,
0: maybe? Isn't it a two? Maybe there's two in there I, somewhere. I think,
1: I think there's. I think there is a second edition yeah. of it. Yeah.
0: Right. Right.
1: Well, you know, and I was thinking, I really prefer that one. I've always mm-hmm. kind of gone with that, and then um, I was, for various reasons, having to look up these Bible quotes and. Uh, pick a translation for um, something I'm writing. And I found, I was really surprised to find that the New American Bible, is it what, Revised Edition, Uh N-A-B-R-E, that much more often had language that I preferred.
0: Really? I was astounded. Uh
1: And I don't think I felt that way about the plain New American Bible, but the Revised Edition Mm. is really recent, because they went back and kind of tried to pick up you know, a better meaning, but also more, the more of the poetic language, um, or I don't know. more yeah, of
0: a That's cool. I don't know.
1: I was really mm-hmm. surprised. Mm-hmm. I did not expect that.
0: And that's the version we use, uh, at mass, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It did not please my editor very
2: much.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah.
2: I was, yeah,
0: <laughs> I was yeah. like,
1: I think I might like this better. Oh, well, we still <laughs> use this one as a standard. Got it. Oh, wow. I'm like, and I'm totally fine mm-hmm. with that. That's, it's all they're all approved so it doesn't right, matter right. it's just that's kind of the beauty of the different translations because yeah. sometimes you'll find things in the was it NIV, new international oh, NIV, version yeah. mm-hmm. and that's a much more dynamic version uh, so uh-huh. i don't prefer it a lot of the time because it'll get a little fast and loose with stuff that needs precise words but
0: uh-huh. right.
1: sometimes it just conveys things well that's cool yeah
0: you know what book i'm constantly surprised at sometimes when I go to it and I read it and I'm like, wow, that's beautiful language, is the catechism.
1: Agreed. Yeah, there's
0: just some really nice writing in there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. And it's so thoughtful about Mm. all the different aspects of considering issues or teachings or whatever. Mm. I mean, it could be, like you're saying, surprisingly poetic in terms of like talking about prayer
2: Right, but talking yeah.
1: about marriage, it can also have aspects that are poetic, but then it gets down to the nitty-gritty of living with your family, and it's extremely yeah. practical.
0: Right, right.
1: And for all different, you know, kind of like mindsets,
0: you know. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Highly yeah. recommend it.
0: Yeah, no question. <laughs> Definitely yeah, that's highly recommend book
1: two in your backpack?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right. So I'd, I'd bring out the catechism in that in that incident, and I'd, I'd yell down to them, hey, the catechism says <laughs> you should not do that, what you're doing. It would work yep. perfectly.
1: Just I said, like Let the me Bible. read this
0: poetic passage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God knows your hearts better than anyone, so.
2: <laughs>
1: Put down oh, your notes yeah. just for a second, boys. This might take a minute. That's right.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I was uh, struck with it. Um, as a metaphor, the entire movie as a metaphor for our time mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, that we talked about it before, but just to reiterate, you know, that moving towards the secular and the getting rid of all these things that are ancient um, mm-hmm. is just not very good for us. And and I believe that all the way down. So, um,
1: well, yeah, you know. because the thing that we were talking about, which is that how this town he comes to, and the the lack of civilization, the barbarity that's everywhere, mm. is it's a sign of, you know, we think, oh, this is clearly obviously wrong. Well, it's not. We our civilization and the West, especially accomplished what they did in terms of treating others equally and with consideration and fairly, and all these things. Is because of Christianity,
0: right? Christianity opened up the possibility, right?
1: Right. Where mm-hmm. did chivalric behavior come from? Mm-hmm. Trying to inject Christian ideals into a natural desire for competition,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, treating women fairly, uh, rescuing the poor and the sick and the and infants and all this stuff. This is the stuff that first-century Romans did or Christians did that no one else was doing. Mm -hmm. You know, hospitals, all these things came from Christianity, and you say this, and people just roll their eyes, and you're just like, no, this is factual, everybody. (laughs) And you look at this post-apocalyptic world, and this is the world with all that stuff stripped out of it, because it's sheerly for survival.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And you may have your things that you worship, or that you hold up as talisman, the way Gary Oldman was holding up the Bible as something, as an influencer, um, or you have a resource like water that you can mm-hmm. use to control people, but there's nothing more and deeper and more meaningful.
0: Mm. As you said that, I, w- I was wondering if if it's valid to say that uh, um, Gary Oldman's character was religious without being spiritual. <laughs> he wanted that part of it, huh. but without the spiritual aspect of it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting point.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I loved um, his prayer at the end as well, which, Mm -hmm. you know, contained a confession in there. Yeah, Um, I did like that. Yeah, yeah. So I've actually got it here. Oh, good. Uh, Dear Lord, thank you for giving me the strength and the conviction to complete the task you entrusted to me. Thank you for guiding me straight and true through the many obstacles in my path and for keeping me resolute when all around seemed lost. Thank you for your protection and your many signs along the way. Thank you for any good that I may have done. I'm so sorry about the bad. Thank you for the friend I made. Please watch over her as you watched over me. Thank you for finally allowing me to rest. I'm so very tired, but I go now to rest at peace. Knowing that I have done right with my time on this earth, I fought the good fight, I finished the race, I kept the faith. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. And
1: I yeah. like that. I'm just so sorry for all the bad things I've done.
0: Right, right.
1: Because he's at peace, and you can tell.
0: Right, right. Yep.
1: Yeah, I was just looking. There's a book.
0: <laughs> there was there was one line while you're looking at it. There's yeah. one line that made me laugh, and I thought you. I'm sure you had a deep appreciation for it. Um, so. Uh, Eli says, You know, I walk by faith, not by sight. And yes. Solara says, What does that mean? And Eli says, It means that you know something even if you don't know something. Huh. And Solara says, That doesn't make any sense. And Eli says, It doesn't have to make sense, it's faith. It's the flower of light in the field of darkness that's giving me the strength to carry on. You understand? And she says, Is that from your book? And he says, No, it's Johnny Cash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Live at Folsom Prison. <laughs> I was like, Julie would love that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did like
0: it. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, also, since he was so tied to his music and they kind of dropped that after a little while. Yeah, they did. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, um,. Uh Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's Johnny Cash. (laughs) Yes. Too good.
1: (laughs) In reference to what we were saying about what civilization is Uh and when it's all secular, how different it can be, there's a book called How the Catholic Church Built Western Civilization by Thomas E. Woods Jr.
0: Very nice. Yep.
1: I don't know if you've read it. Yep, I have. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is a really great book, and yes, I thought indeed. I had reviewed yeah.
0: it, but and it's it looks not like super long or anything. It's you know highly recommended.
1: Yeah, really readable,
0: mm-hmm. too. And didn't um, didn't he write one called uh, How the Irish Saved Civilization?
1: I thought that was Cahill.
0: Okay, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right, but yeah. I remember that, and that was like through the Dark Ages, how the monks used to copy everything and okay, you know, keeping things around.
1: I haven't read that one, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I, I remember it was big when it came out. Yeah, everybody read it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I like there's, this there's one. a lot
0: of lot of bad ideas out there. But you know, one of the main ones is everybody seems to have forgotten what you know the the scientists were all Christians. <laughs> well, not all Christians. <laughs> I mean, there was there was Muslim <laughs> scientists. I'm not, a lot I mean, of them. but the in right, Western right. society. Christianity is what set all that up and started it moving. And, uh, you know, now we're hammered with it. yeah, I mean,
1: (laughs) because, you know, and we all do know that idea of the monks copying things and preserving ancient wisdom
0: and all Mm. this stuff.
1: But, you know, he's talking about stuff like Catholic priests developed free market uh, Mm. free market economy. Yeah, yeah. western law grew out of church canon law Mm -hmm. and then of course i was talking about the sacredness of all human life but and that's goes toward like hospitals and things like that but in modern science like you're saying so i mean Mm -hmm. there are a lot of the things that everybody seems to think just sprang out of progress and that progress is true but it was directed toward a different goal than everybody thinks which is just What's the next thing we learned? Let's build on it. Let's just push mm-hmm. towards whatever goal it is, as opposed to how do we see Jesus in these things?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How does this, you know, a lot of the, you know, hospitals are, you're taking care of the poor because Jesus said, when you take care of the poor, you're taking care of me.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: That's, that's the impetus for things that, we, you know, when there are people you don't love. Because the average homeless guy, I don't know or love him, mm-hmm. but I'll try to help him because of that.
0: Right, right.
1: You know, and, and people mm-hmm. forget about that stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's like, where is it going to come from when they pushed everything else into the corner? Mm-hmm. Then, Then what? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cardinal Sarah in his new book, um, The Day is Now Far Spent, Mm, which I
0: just got it, but I haven't read it yet. But yeah, it was. Mm
1: -hmm. And it's taking me a while because it's um, deep or, you know, it's tackling a lot of big topics and um, and it's got a lot quoted from different. You know, Pope Francis, John Paul II, Benedict XVI, and various other people too. Mm-hmm. But he's tackling a lot of these things, going, you know, when you lose man's humanity, which is based in his reflection of God, uh-huh. you know, then yep. what do yep. you have left?
2: <laughs>
0: right. It's
1: mm-hmm. like, and a lot of the bad things that we're seeing now or negative things are coming from that kind of a mindset.
0: Right. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have He's the wrong great. idea of what's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw you know on your on your blog, you know, which is at Happy Catholic, right? Happycatholic.blogspot.com.
2: <laughs> it is.
0: And um, every now and then you post. Well, you've posted at least two, I think, from there. Mm-hmm. Maybe just one. Um, I
1: have more coming once Halloween's
0: done, that's and I have great. My <laughs> Halloween <laughs> stuff done. Heck yeah! So. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, yeah, so I keep up with that. But, yeah, the first one you posted was like, oh, i got to order that book. So I did it. (laughs) Oh,
1: good. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there's so many more that I'm not putting up because I feel like you have to have the context of what he's been talking about. But, Mm. yeah, exactly. So Excellent. Anyway. Cool. Yeah, and this movie kind of looks at all that stuff. And Mm -hmm. I liked that I remember watching this going, I can't believe this movie is based on this Christian, you know, mind view mm-hmm. mindset yeah. worldview <laughs> yeah. whatever word it is yeah and um, then I was reading up and it's like Denzel Washington was heavily behind it because he's Christian
0: that's great yeah
1: and I thought oh that's interesting
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I have an audio it. Bible that he's part of okay. um, I think it's called the Bible experience
2: Oh, and all right. uh,
0: man it's really it's really well done and he's there's lots of different people that are part of it but he's one mm-hmm. of them.
1: Oh yeah! All right. Well, many things to link for the next
0: episode. You bet! You bet! Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. What's next up for us?
1: Oh my goodness!
0: Yeah. Could it be
1: darker or grimmer or anything than this? (laughs) Probably not.
0: Probably not. Um. Oh, Flannery O'Connor.
1: Oh crap! (laughs) Get ready to dive deep, everybody.
0: (laughs) Flannery Cast 2019, big event, right? So we're yep. gonna we're gonna talk about three stories: uh, the life you save may be your own, oh. a temple of the Holy S- Ghost, and the displaced person. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I'm both
1: next. dreading and looking forward to it,
0: <laughs> <laughs> as oh, I do with Flannery O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. <laughs> uh, terrific. All right. Yep. Well, thanks That'll for listening, great. everybody.
1: Yep. We'll talk to you again
0: soon. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. we